This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. I am seeing more and more people with their dogs in all different circumstances, hiking, boating, going to the park or the beach. And I've even seen dogs that run alongside a bicyclist. When you start these higher stress activities, be sure that your dog is able to do those adventures and that you are prepared yourself. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that wants your dog to be at your side in all of your adventures. I am Benny Copeland, trainer of people, behaviors to the dogs, and just like you, the listener, an avid outdoorsy type and dog lover. I just love taking Beans with me on the kayak. She loves going and gets very excited when she sees me strapping the kayak onto the truck. But the first time I went, I was not fully prepared. We did well, but she was not really sure of herself, and the trip ended up being cut short. If you are the outdoorsy type and love to hike, kayak, paddleboard, or anything that you could do that could include your dog, you need to be prepared. So let's make like a dog turd and hit the trail right after this. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. Now, before I get into this, uh, first thing, I've got this from the Dogster magazine, um, the idea. It's more about hiking than it is about the other adventures, and I'm going to add those in there. But it's a really great article um, called Let's Go Take a Hike. And um, like I said, it's in Dogster, an old Dogster magazine. But But the things that they talk about can relate not just to hiking, but to everything else that I was talking about as well. First of all, get in shape and physically be prepared for your activity. One of the things that they say there, a a 
medium hike or moderate hike uh, for five miles is like walking 10 miles. So your dog needs to be able to at least walk 10 miles or more if you're going to go on a big five-mile hike. Um, it is a lot more strenuous. Uh, I know with Weight Watchers, I get a lot more points when I'm hiking <laughs> than just walking. But um, that is one of the things, just to be actively prepared and in shape. Um, I walk a lot. So I if, w- this summer when I'm going to be out on the kayak and doing some hikes, I'm definitely going to get Beans out there walking with me so that um, she can be uh, part of those hikes and and kayaking adventures as well. Um, And you need to know your dog's limitations. I mean, dogs like Pugs and and those flat-nosed dogs, they don't do really well with high breathing exercises. Um, So uh, older dogs, uh, I, I wouldn't take Oz on any long walks. I think you've heard me talk about we used to go on a three-mile walk every day, and the last time I did that, he threw up after the walk. So I knew he's just not physically uh, able to do that anymore. So he definitely doesn't get to go out to those, but we still do our short walks around the block, and he loves going out when he can. And he still jumps in the car because he's ready to go. Um, but do know your dog's limitations. Know your limitations. Don't just get out there and do uh, a, a really strenuous hike. Um, right up front. Start out with the easy hikes, uh, maybe just being in the woods and things like that. Um, Definitely always check the weather before you go out, especially if you're going to be out for 30 minutes or more. You don't want to be, you know, 30 minutes away from your car and then all of a sudden a storm hits. Um, I've done that. I've been on the kayak and we had to actually pull up onto an island and sat on the island for about two hours. Um, And then, of course, by that time when we were leaving the island, it was getting dark. So here we are in our kayaks um, with the dark. Fortunately, uh, I've been prepared for this and done this a lot. I even had kayak lights um, so that um, we could be seen on the lake uh, when we were doing that as well. Um, but yeah, knowing knowing your dog's limitations, physically uh, being prepared for your activity, you being physically prepared, knowing the weather um, that you're going to um, head out into, uh, especially if you're going to be on a lake Um, that's very important if there's a lightning storm that comes up. Also, ahead of time, choose your journey. Um, Make sure that you look on the trail. I know I have an app called All Trails. It tells, it's really good and accurate about whether it tells that that trail is a moderate trail, an easy trail, the distance. It even has... um, the uh, uh, levels, like the, the the sea levels, like you can tell how high and how low you're going to be walking the hills and things like that on the hike. Um, so that's that's a really good uh, app um, to be prepared and know what you're getting into. You definitely want to um, be prepared differently if you're going on a hike than if you're going kayaking, for example. Um, with a hike, I know... Um, the gear that I have is, is a little bit different than the gear I have on my kayak. Um, I have a lot of places to store things on a kayak where I don't own a hike. So knowing that um, where I'm going, uh, what the trail is going to be, how long I'm going to be out. Uh, I just went on a hike the other day thinking that it would take me about 40 minutes and it took me an hour. Now, I was by myself at this one, but I do um, – I did – wasn't really sure how long this hike was going to be and ended up taking me um, about 20 minutes longer than I had anticipated. 
So it's really good to maybe even have it mapped out um, and know your route that you're going to go before you go. And be sure your phone is capable of, uh, you know, you're, you're going to be in a place maybe that you don't get service, but at least if your phone is fully charged, you can it, um, have some way of, you know, getting somewhere where you might be able to make a call if you need to. Um, but also, if you've downloaded the map, the phone doesn't have to be, have service in order to be able to pull up the the um, map if it's already downloaded onto your phone or you've taken a picture of it or something like that. So make sure your phone is fully charged and safe. Um, in the water, I have had to buy a waterproof case for my phone. I used to have just the case, but now I've actually got a waterproof cover on the phone as well. Um, so it's double waterproofed when it gets on the when it gets on the lake. And believe me, I have dropped that in the lake multiple times. And not only is it um, waterproof, but it also floats. So that's the other thing that's very important. You don't want your phone dropping off in a lake where you don't know the depth and all of a sudden it's to the bottom. So, uh, and that gets me, takes me to get in gear or know your gear. Um, with beans on the, um, on the kayak, the first time I knew to have her on uh, a, a life jacket for her and she loves her life jacket. It's like a big, um, it's like a big, uh, a halter for her and I could actually has a handle. So if she does go overboard, I can pick her up with the handle. Um, make sure that you have, uh, the proper thing. Sometimes in strenuous hikes and higher level hikes, I don't do those, but it's easier to be able to pick up your dog. So if you have a halter in the way that has a handle on the top of it, that's really good. If you're going to, um, you, you definitely need fresh water and maybe even a collapsible bowl that you can bring with you um, in a backpack or something. And just remember that water is going to weigh. So if you're going on a, a large, long hike, I actually have a camelback, which I love. Um, there are also ones that you can put on your dog. Uh, I don't know that I would put that much weight on beans because she is a smaller dog. But I definitely um, have a camelback that holds uh, two liters of water. Now, that two liters of water at first weighs about 20 pounds. So until I'm drinking that down, I've got that extra weight on my back. So just understand that when you have that water, it's going to be extra weight. Make sure that, again, physically you're prepared to be able to, to carry, carry that with you. Um, and as you drink it down, obviously, it's going to, going to lighten up. So um, if you do put a backpack on your dog, make sure that uh, there, there's a um, whole gear worth, I think it's called Rough Wear, R-U-F-F, Rough Gear or Rough Wear. And it seems like every uh, camping or outdoor store I go to, they have that dog aisle that has all that gear and stuff. And that's where I got the um, backpack or the life jacket for beans as well. And, um, you know, it, Definitely bring your leash. We're going to talk a little bit about etiquette too. And, you know, most places require your dog to be on a leash. One of the things that I do with the leash is I actually tie it to the side of the boat. So if she does jump in or flip over the side uh, for whatever reason, which has happened, that I can pull her back to me. She doesn't get, um, she doesn't start panicking and going away because her first time out, that's that's where I felt like I was unprepared. I didn't let her get into the water 
um, enough. And so when she fell out of the boat, she really started panicking. Now, again, she was on the leash, so I was able to get her right back in. Um, and since then, I've gotten her used to the water, and she loves being in the water and loves swimming around. Um, but that little panicky thing right up front uh, kind of cut it short because at that point, she started being really nervous in the boat and pacing a lot. So we ended up cutting our very first time out on the kayak a little bit short. And it was fine. I should have uh, been more prepared in preparing her uh, as well as to be on the boat with me. Now she has her little spot up front. She stays there. She's the captain of the boat, basically. When people come by, she perches up and stands up and things like that. Another thing that I carry is a little first aid kit. Um, one thing that might be important is to know um, uh, to have uh, uh, some sort of um, doggy CPR, if you need something like that, to understand that or know that, you could take a course on that as well. Um, but I keep a little first aid kit um, with some doggy stuff and human stuff in that kit. Uh, it, and again, it is waterproof. It's in a waterproof thing because most of the times that I do, I'm out on the kayak. Um, and I do want that fresh water when I'm on the kayak, not the, um, uh, you know, I don't want to have to depend on the lake water and yes, she'll drink it, but I don't really would rather her not drink the lake water. Um, make sure wherever you go that there's plenty of shade, um, as well as resting spaces or, you know, maybe benches on your walks or things like that. So you guys can take a rest every now and again and definitely bring poop bags, so yes, when I said, let's make like a dog turd and hit the trail, if that dog turd hits the trail, you need to pick it up. That's um, a, a big part of the etiquette as well. Um, you know, have your dog at least trained enough since we're talking about etiquette. Let's talk about um, some things that you would do, especially on a hike um, in a kayak, fortunately, uh, about the only thing that happens is that I get on an island or something and I might be with and around other people that are on an island and might have a dog. Definitely have your dog on that leash. Most places are going to require that. Now, if there are places that don't allow leashes or are okay without leashes, then even then it's not your right to just let your dog go up and greet all other dogs and go around all other dogs. Just because your dog may be friendly, um, the other dog may not be. And that's definitely something that's, a you know, also just general etiquette, you know, to be, um, you know, to let other people know that you have your dog and to allow uh, your dog to greet uh, only at the permission of the other people and the other dog as well. Um, so if your dog is with you, definitely keep it on the leash have it well-trained to recall to you. So uh, I love getting out on the islands when I know I'm the only one on the island. I just let Beans loose and let her just go. And then when I call her, she comes right back to me. And then she just goes out, has a little adventure, and then she comes back to me. Some of the islands that I go on, she literally, they may be like a couple acres uh, in size, and she literally can disappear from my sight. Um, I've gone onto the islands and sat down and packed a lunch with me and had food and always bring snacks for the dog, um, you know, for whatever dogs, uh, even if there's other dogs there. So always have treats for the dogs as well. And then um, I, I packed a lunch. I had a great lunch and Beans was just wandering around. I started kind of adventuring around on the island as well. And uh, she would keep coming back to me and I'd give her lots of love and then she'd run off. And of course, until she started rolling in the dead fish, um, we had to stop that one. Um, but other uh, other things that 
you, you know, you definitely want to make sure that, um, your dog doesn't get lost from you. And the recall would be a very important thing that you could do to make sure that, um, your dog does come back to you at all times. Also, of course, make sure your dog is up to date on her uh, vaccinations, on all the vaccinations and everything as well, um, especially if you're going to get around and be around other dogs. Um, and that, again, that's that's just good etiquette. Uh, I always bring like a toy that my dog loves to play with, too. So that helps um, in, you know, just if we do stop somewhere, uh, it also helps on that recall because I have one of her favorite toys with me. Uh, so, um, she's poking at it right now under my foot as I'm talking to you guys. So in this process, you are definitely wanting your dog to be out with you in these outdoors adventures. And it's, it, you know, it's really fun. I just love bringing her with me. She gets so excited when she knows she's getting to go and she's so excited about wearing the life jacket. It's just funny. The things that I pull out, I actually started pulling the kayaks off the rack. Uh, yesterday just to start to clean them up so we can start getting out on that too. There's a few things I need to do with her to get prepared. Um, I have a whole list of things. I've created a list because I'm kind of a nerd that way that I've created a list that I do a checkoff list to make sure that I have everything with me um, and all the gear and especially when I'm going on the water that everything will be kept dry. Uh, definitely keep a dry towel, you know, to wipe, wash her off. Um, a couple times in the evenings, it'll get a little cool. So I don't want her to stay wet and, and get cold uh, as well. So I bring a towel to help her dry off as well. So with that, in summary, today we talk about those lovely day trips with your dog. You discovered when choosing an outdoor activity, you must be prepared. You also learned that with the right tools, you can enjoy a wonderful adventure with your dog. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion.com at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dog.